This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Welcome to Odson Euro. Let's analyze Belgium, Portugal. What a game in Sevilla with Alvaro Romeo, Dani Fisichel, and of course with you. Leave a comment below in the comment section. And remember, you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And if you enjoy our videos, press the like button, subscribe to our channel, and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now, let's go on with the show. We have uh, one of the most exciting games in the last 16 round, for sure. Belgium, Portugal to be played in Sevilla in the Cartuja Stadium, not Olympico, because the stadium has never been Olympic. Uh, how are you, Alvaro? How are you, Dani? Very well, man. Looking forward to it. That's the that's the ra- the game of the round, I think, alongside England Germany, of course. But that's that's the one. Ah, okay. I was gonna ask you more even than uh, England Germany. Well, these two they will be really good for sure. Uh, Belgium is slightly favorite. We have odds. 2.55 for them, Portugal 3.11. But the first thing we have to consider when we check the odds, uh, Alvaro, and seeing Belgium favorite is the eagerness of Cristiano Ronaldo in this tournament. Uh, we didn't mention him, if I believe, when we were talking about top scorers in this tournament. And he's a score of four. So if uh, Belgium want to beat Portugal, first thing they have to overcome Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, thirst because he's uh, at his uh, third pH, I believe. He's in uh, still really good, uh, showing a great level in this tournament. Yeah, uh, 36 years old. But anyway, as you said, uh, it's a ridiculous omission from Daniele and I that we didn't include Cristiano Ronaldo. So, uh, mea culpa, okay? I take my responsibility. Hopefully, my counterpart, Daniele, will take that too. We said Romelu Lukaku, though, and Romelu Lukaku is not doing too bad. I mean, he has scored three goals in the tournament. This is a game that is going to put face-to-face a lot of quality. Two of the best uh, goal scorers in the world, in Serie A, both of them, Ronaldo and Romelu Lukaku. Two of the best uh, midfielders in the world, living in the same city, playing for different clubs, uh, Bruno Fernandes, who is not having a particularly stupendous uh, tournament, and Kevin De Bruyne, who little by little is uh, getting back to his best. And I think that in this game, we're going to see Belgium suffer for the first time. They have had a very smooth path so far, whereas the Portugal one has been a topsy-turvy one. Uh, Portugal is a team that, uh, I was checking just their numbers, uh, the surviving factor of Portugal is very remarkable, guys. Uh, they've been only 40 minutes ahead in the scoreline in this tournament. Uh, that's very stressful, for sure. And they have had the toughest group and they managed to go through uh, despite conceding six goals. And they haven't been particularly good. They haven't excelled at anything, but they, there, is, there is an ingredient over there in the Portugal team that I really fancy. The competitiveness of this uh, team, and we saw that against France. Um, I think that Belgium has had a very easy tournament so far, and uh, I'm not taking any merit away from the Belgians. I think that they did what they had to do. Uh, They managed to win uh, the opponents that they had to win on paper because they were better, and this is something, for example, that Spain in the first two games struggled to do, to win the winnable games. So. There are few things that uh, or few takeaways uh, that are very interesting from the Belgians. The fact that Romelu Lukaku is scoring, yes. The fact that the defense, uh, even though we know that the 
it can be a leaky, leaky one. Uh, they have been okay so far. Uh, and then uh, Yannick uh, Carrasco or Torgan Hazard, those are players who are excelling too in this tournament. So, you know, uh, there are many positives to take uh, from Roberto Martinez's uh, men. I think that uh, the high temperatures can play a part here in Sevilla. Uh, Saturday night is expected to be 30 degrees. But, uh, you know, uh, both teams will have to get used to it uh, ASAP and the good thing is that there are five substitutions. Look, when it comes to the odds, I think that what happened in the group stage doesn't count anymore. Um, I think that these teams are capable of capitalizing their chances and I do believe that Portugal has more mental resilience. So, I could go for both teams to score, but as our good friend Radek says, uh, this is not a great uh, thing to do because normally the both teams to score is a combination, it depends on two teams doing well. So, for example, something like Portugal to qualify is something that will appeal me more. You get a bit more value for that. Portugal to qualify pays 215. Portugal to win pays 318. Okay, this is an upgrade on qualifying. So, I will explain after Daniele another market that I like. But uh, just looking at the odds, uh, in a first glance, I will say that Portugal to win the game is something that appeals me a lot. That triples up your bet. Okay, so the first uh, glance is that Alvaro goes for Portugal. We have more value there. And you mentioned the competitiveness of uh, Portugal. Of course, now they believe that they can win because they are the holding champions, something that this team uh, lacked in the past uh, with very good players, actually. Dani, uh, you were nodding when Alvaro was saying also Portugal to qualify. I got a feeling that Portugal can do the job again. I don't know. I see, I feel a lot of 2016 vibes there. You know, they didn't do a great group tournament. Then they went through something clicked, and it's the winning mentality. I think this Portugal uh, side has changed in the last few years. They are not anymore uh, the nation that produces a lot of talents, but never delivers of the 90s and the noughties. You know, we know we knew all about those. Uh, those teams that were winning a lot in youth tournament and not in a senior tournament. Whereas now they got an edge and obviously they got the beast called Cristiano Ronaldo and the monster of mentality. However, this Portugal side uh, has got some, some faults, of course. Uh, the defense is not very pacey. The fullbacks, in reality, in their, in their own clubs, both Semedo and Guerrero, they are more wingbacks than fullbacks. They play much higher at the pitch and now they are asked to play a more a defensive role and sometimes they can get caught as Germany did in the 4-2 wins with the two uh, wingbacks. And also, you know, the midfield of Portugal, there are a bit of doubts. Who's going to play? Is Danilo and William Cavallo again? They're very solid, but they're not the most creative duo. However, that could allow the, the, the fullbacks to push on or is Fernando Santos going to rely again on Renato Sanchez, who, by the way, was outstanding against France, and Moutinho also had a very good game. So I think there is some choices there whether Portugal wants to go toe-to-toe -to -toe midfield with, with uh, the Belgian. Uh, for what, I mean, the thing with Portugal is they don't, need to play, they don't need to play well to score you a goal, whereas other teams, they need to be at the top of the games to score you a couple of goals, whereas Portugal they don't seem to, to need that. For Belgium, it's more about 
getting everyone fit, getting everyone at their best level, which they are slowly doing it. Kevin De Bruyne, I mean, he's gone from zero, no pain at all, to coming on into Denmark, being influential, and then starting a Finland best player on the pitch. Lukaku is in form. Even Eden Hazard is starting to clicking again, although it's not the Hazard we used to see a few years ago. Uh, the problem with Belgium is, uh, I mean, uh, it's a very solid uh, formation. We all know it's a 3-4-3. We can tell it by memory. You know, it's basically the same formation they had in Russia three years ago. Uh, the defense is the is the biggest is the, is the lagging point. So it's very important for them whether Witzel is playing. If Witzel is playing, having the extra man in midfield with Witzel sitting deep, that could allow them again to exploit uh, the way the wide areas. Uh, in terms of bet here, I mean Portugal to qualify. I do agree with Alvaro because there is some value there. But let's go for the gold market. I think uh, these are these are you know powerhouses in terms of strikers over 2.5 goals to 20. Um, actually, well, that leads us. Of course, you mentioned uh, Alvaro that uh, Portugal, um, Belgium, they didn't have to manage a difficult situation, but they gave uh, a goal to Denmark actually, and they had uh, to come back at the Parken Stadium, showing also, uh, especially in the defense, no, a little bit of uh, nervous. Uh, they were not that good, uh, but in the midfield, of course, they are uh, really good uh, with creativity. And Portugal also they've considered. A lot of goals for with Germany too, with France, uh, even Hungary scored a goal, although it was in offside. Uh, that's why having Cristiano Ronaldo, Lukaku, everyone uh, there, I think it's also a very good value going for the over market, for the goals market. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with, uh, with that as well. I think that that could happen too. Uh, one more thing about the Belgians though. Uh, I was checking the stats that UEFA uh, puts at our disposal, and I've seen that they, they have done very few attacking sequences in comparison to some other teams. And I don't know if this is down to the fact that they are a little bit complacent when they have the ball, or maybe that they, they have managed to score early in the games, and therefore they haven't needed to, to, be, to be particularly cannibalistic. When they, when they had the possession. So it's difficult for me to say. I don't know if there is a little bit of complacency in the Belgian side, uh, not because they are lazy or anything like that, but because they have had an easy one. And now suddenly they are going to face probably one of the most uh, tough opponents in the world. And, you know, passing from that uh, kind of mild temperatures to uh, the most storied time that a team, a team can give you against the toughest opponents in the world, against players like Cristiano Ronaldo or Bruno Fernandes or Renato Sanchez, who is taking on players very well, Pepe, you know, uh, competitive men all around the pitch. Maybe that's a little bit of, uh, of a shocker for Belgium because they have had an easy one so far and suddenly they are, tough in, uh, they are facing a very tough one. So this is the reason why I think that Portugal must have the you know, the upper hand for this game. And uh, there is a market that I haven't flagged before, and I kept it for the end, because you know, Edu, that I like to keep the surprises for the end. The Asian handicap minus one for Portugal. You may say, oh yeah, Alvaro is crazy, blah, blah, blah. What is he talking about? But, you know, if Portugal wins 2-0 this game, uh, you are getting 6-25. Uh, is so that too crazy to think? <sighs> no, okay, I don't know. No, really. I mean, I, I, ha I, have, I have seen more adventurous bets. I have seen more uh, speculative bets than this one. I mean, uh, basically, you put a unit and you can get six out of it. And it's not crazy to think that Portugal can win 2-0 or 3-1. Uh, 
But if we, I think we are, you are guys uh, probably not giving many chances to Belgium. Uh, again, seeing the odds, uh, probably the values on Portugal, they are not favorite. But we, if we just look at what we've uh, seen in this tournament, of course, Belgium, they face uh, weakest uh, rivals, but they're doing great. There is nothing to think about uh, a weakness in the Belgian national team. We also have to say, Belgium are the FIFA ranked first in the world. For how, how, I mean, some people say it doesn't count, but you know they are the, the top, the top team in the world. They won eight of the last nine competitive games. Portugal, in the last year and a half, they played France three times, never beat them. They lost to Germany as well. They finished second in the qualifying groups of the Euros. I know it was ages ago, but they were still finishing uh, second. So if you think Belgium has chances here, Belgium to score first, because as Alvaro said, Portugal have been behind a lot of the time or not in winning position in these Euros. Belgium to score first, 1.95, not very adventurous, or also, over 0.5 goals in the first half that pays 150 so why don't you put three units on it and you triple your chances if there is a goal in the first half which is very likely the, the thing edu is that you know i i think the good odds are on portugal and i have to justify that a little bit no i'm going for those odds because i think that the the, the money and the value is there uh, but it's easy to justify that. And I know that Belgium has been good. And uh, if you check the previous videos, I think Daniele and I, we've been very, very complimentary to the Belgians. But the thing is that this Portuguese team, they won the Nations League in 2019. And I know that the Nations League may not sound like a, a World Cup for anybody, but at the same time, you're playing against the best teams in the world. Uh, they won Euro 2016. Getting through the group stage with three points, uh, and they were far from from promising in that tournament as well. But then they've got some competitive edge that manifest itself in the in the knockout stages that uh, make Portugal a more dangerous team than the Belgians, in my opinion. And in the last World Cup, uh, they lost against the American, the American Portugal. They lost against Uruguay in the last 16 round. But you know, I think that Portugal lately in Europe. They've been a team that they have given a hell of a time to anybody. Yeah, yeah, they are competitive, uh, that's uh, sure. But also Belgium, in my opinion, they are always showing uh, great strength. And the alpha player that we haven't talked a lot in this video, which is Kevin De Bruyne, Danny, and uh, he's also at his best. Of course, he's the leader of this uh, Belgian national team, especially with Eden Hazard a little bit out of form. But he's uh, highlighting and he's been superb so far. Absolutely. He only played, nice stat, he only played 135 minutes out of 217, 270. So he played a bit less than a match and a half. No one has made more key passes than him, nine. And when we preview the tournament in a video that you can still find on Oddspeed YouTube, we said De Bruyne had the biggest, highest stats for key passes, chances created in Europe. So this is the player of the tournament that we haven't quite seen yet. This has been the best player in Europe for the last 12 months. So obviously Belgium had, has that advantage. They need to make sure that he's fit, that he's doing the right job, and he delivers the passes that he can deliver to obviously Lukaku. All right. Then uh, both you go for Portugal to qualify then. Yeah, the value say, is there. The value is there. Edu. The value is there. The value is there. But yeah. hopefully it's going to be an entertaining game with a lot of goals. Not, yeah. not, not via penalty or via extra time. 
I think so, and for sure the Portuguese uh, supporters can travel to Sevilla. It's very close to the Portuguese border, so this is also one uh, positive thing for them. Then, thank you, Alvaro. Thank you, Dani. Let's enjoy this great game. Thank, thank you. you See you soon. Bye-bye. You just uh, heard them both think that uh, Portugal will qualify. The money is there. Let me know what you think in the comment section. And remember, you can win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And of course, support us if you enjoy our videos. Click the like button, subscribe to our channel, click on the bell to get all the notifications or listen to our videos in our podcast. See you very soon.